you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. Well, hey, everybody, it's John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur here, and welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And it's always great to have my wonderful co-host here, Marcus. How are you doing tonight? Hey, John, it's good to be here on another good Friday. It is always good to be here. You know what? I don't think it could be a good Friday without the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. I mean, it's become such a staple of my life that... I just, I live for this. Uh, I live for all the content I produce, but I just love being here with my faithful uh, listeners, uh, podcast listeners and viewers. Uh, it just makes me feel so great uh, that people um, are enjoying this content. Uh, so we have some more great content coming uh, for this show. And by the way, we have some great guests coming up in September. We took a little bit of a hiatus um, with uh, guests with the summertime, uh, with people going away and stuff. And just so you guys know, I read every single book cover to cover. I have like eight or nine books I haven't read yet for guests. And my policy is that I don't interview a guest until I've read the book cover to cover. I don't have too many hosts that do that, Marcus. Oh, no, not at all. You know, like you you are one of the few in the rare. <laughs> well, you know, and I say if you're going to send me the book, I'm more than happy to, you know, read it and, and bring you on. But speaking about bring you on, uh, have you been following the Olympics, Marcus? Yeah, from time to time, you know, I'm not catching much, but uh, when I can, I can. I catch some glimpses. I love swimming because being a Pisces, I love swimming and I love the diving. And I enjoyed watching, um, you know, what happened with, uh, you know, the, the balance beams. Um, I think it was amazing, you know, what had happened and, um, you know, all the things that are going on and the people that won the medals, uh, you know, the Olympic medals for the balance beam. I, I think what they did and, and all the things that they've been doing, uh, you know, Simone Biles, uh, I have to really, you know, hand my hat off to her. Yeah. She, absolutely. amazing lady. I mean, they're all great people. Yes. But I have to tell you, you know, people were saying when she did this, you know, did she do this for um, uh, a PR thing? And I, and I have to say no. Not you know, bad. the way she came back and she told the story, I mean, people just, I don't know, Marcus, they, they're always looking to scrutinize you you know they don't realize the pain or the challenges you're going through they're always going to say well you know he did it for this reason she did it for this reason they're like like come off it already right yeah there's just there's some people who get very misinformed and they are run with their misinformation and their ignorance and 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 really just not be sensitive or considerate so simone biles like i said what she did yes she did uh, pull out but i think what she did for the team I commend her for that. Yeah. Uh, the fact that she came off the team, she didn't want to uh, cause an issue. And she, by doing that, allowed uh, someone else to actually get uh, a medal, which I think was great in the U.S. side. And by doing that, she was able to show some respect to her team. And also, if she performed, she might have lost it and it might have not gone to a U.S. person. So I think it was great, uh, you know, what she did because it definitely helped with the scores and just her whole makeup and her whole attitude and congratulations, Simone uh, Biles on, you know, winning the bronze medal and really being able to achieve this. I think 
is exemplary. And the fact that you didn't even expect this after the challenges you had and, you know, the twisties. I mean, everyone has challenges when it comes to anything, whether it's athletics or whether it's life. Um, you know, you're to be commended because what you did and the way you, uh, you know, commanded that balance beam, I think it just speaks volumes of the type of person you are. And I know you went through lots of challenges with your family and, and I'm very sorry uh, to hear about that. But, you know, we're all very grateful uh, to have you representing uh, the United States of America. I know I'm proud of having her represent us and uh, just her story just brings tears to my eyes. Yes, indeed. Give her flowers now. Thank you. Yes, yes. So uh, congratulations again to you, Simone. And so uh, the Olympic 2020, it's actually 2021, but people have been asking me, John, why does it say 2020 on the screen? Well, that's because they didn't want to spend a few billion dollars to change the 2020 to 2021 because they have already planned the Olympics for 2020. Yeah. And they just couldn't have it last year. So that's why. So if you guys are wondering, well, no, they, they didn't make a mistake. It's just they weren't going to spend money to redo all that. And you know, there's a lot going on in um, Japan uh, and, and Tokyo in the you know for the Olympics. You know, most people don't realize when we talk about sports, there's so much technology behind the Olympics. Oh yeah, it's flooded with like technology and amazing technology at that. Exactly, and the Olympic Broadcasting Service. For those of you that don't know, they had roughly more than 9,500 hours of content during these games. Now, if that's not impressive enough. The games were using more than a thousand camera systems. Mm. Now, if you think that's interesting, you haven't seen anything. And 3,600 microphones. Whoa. 3,600 microphones. I'm sure they're all wireless, but still. Yeah. I bet you some of them were probably in the venues, you know, because a lot of them can't wear a microphone. So I bet a lot of them were in the venues and things like that. And also, you know, when they went to speak, I think they probably had, uh, you know, something there. We really didn't see it, but I bet there was a mic just off camera. Yeah, and I can even imagine some of the, the mics being in some of the, the sporting uh, event areas as well. So to, to amplify the, the sound and immerse the audience in the, in the event itself. Yes, and I have something to share about that a little bit later uh, in the program. We're going to talk about the audience and the technology. But something I thought that was really interesting, you know, you've heard about live heart uh, monitors and things like that. But one of the things that they did really, it was just breathless. Um, they used technology, Marcus, to actually monitor people's hearts uh, when they were doing the archery competition. Oh, wow. They were using basically uh, what they call this new heart rate graphics uh, on the broadcast of the Olympics. And so, you know, this was amazing. Um, it became the first, first sport ever to use biometric data, okay, uh, on its broadcast at the Olympic Games with the debut of the heart rate graphic in Tokyo. So when the uh, person had the uh, arrow in their hand, they pulled it back. You've all used uh, Peloton or these other treadmills, right, or other types mm -hmm. of things. And you know how you could push your finger on it and you can get your heart rate. And if you hold it in the right place, you know, you couple takes a couple seconds and it really is pretty accurate, you know, with what your heart rate is. And then it can affect the program and whatnot. Well, they show a little heart symbol on the screen and then they actually show uh, the beats per minute. So when you pull that, that you know, that bow back, the arch back for the, for the release, your heart's really pumping. And so we can see in the one graphic, 
112 beats per minute when you pull that bow back. You know, that, that really reminds me of a video game, you know, where, where it really puts you in the place of like what that archer uh, is feeling. So I, I think that's really impressive and kudos to what the Olympus did to incorporate that. It's amazing. And the technology they're using to broadcast the live heart rates, because, you know, not only are they transmitting it so they can actually see it for themselves, uh, but they're also uh, linking that to TV, which is not a major thing, but it's still something, you know, they're able to take it's another input. Uh, you know, us both being in, in production and video, we can understand that. And, you know, when you have more inputs for a video signal, well, that can just muck things up a little more, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's just imagine like the extra precautions they got to take to ensure that everything's going correctly. <laughs> so. Yeah. And to make sure too, that they don't broadcast the wrong thing at the wrong time. Like maybe there's something that shouldn't be broadcasted. And so they have to do a lot of turning off microphones or turning them down and turning them up. Uh, so that's something that is interesting. But to be able to see technology for the body being used for something that can actually give us, like you said, a feel or a sense of the athletes, I think that's priceless. Yeah, that's that is absolutely priceless. Now, if that doesn't blow your mind enough, well, it had to, it had to get your heart pumping, no pun intended. There. <laughs> um, they're using 4K cameras. Oh, yeah. Now, this they is, had this is used great. them before, but here's the difference at this Olympics. They're using 4K cameras. They use them actually in, in some of the, the Super Bowl and the football games. Um, they actually are doing something called the 360-degree angle view of the athletes. So they can get a pretty big uh, glimpse in more than a bird's eye view of what the athlete's doing from multiple angles and very easily. <laughs> wow. So it, 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 it's pretty amazing. And uh, they uh, have some interesting things that they're doing. And what I think is great is they have something they created called the 3D Olympic tracking technology. And I want to quote them. It says the Olympics broadcasting system said that Intel and Alibaba have teamed up to develop this new 3D athlete tracking technology powered by artificial intelligence and computer vision. This is definitely a positive use of uh, artificial intelligence and and, and computers, absolutely. You know, and so, you know, the other thing that's yeah. really interesting is that you know when they shoot an arrow or when they dive, we were always able to you know stop a frame, okay? Mm -hmm. But they're not only able to stop the frame they're able to change the angle of the frame and reshow it from there. Yeah, that's cool. And, and what that does is just heightens the, uh, the entertaining, uh, entertainment value uh, that you get from wanting to watch the Olympics. It, it really makes it just less, you know, I think that we, once upon a time you'll want to watch it, but then, you know, you get turned off because, you know, it's just like, oh, it's just same old, same old. But now this is really immerse you in the, just the whole experience. I, I agree with you. And I think the fact that we're able to use that for our athletes and to, you know, give us the best uh, data and to make sure they're healthy and things like that. I mean, we've been doing that for years to keeping, make sure they're healthy and monitoring them. But now we're actually making it part of the spectator's experience. Yes. Right. Right. 
And they have a new type of clothing, Marcus, that they actually came out with. Uh, Ralph Lauren came up with it. Cool. And this new clothing that they wear, it's, it's, uh, so Ralph Lauren, um, clothing or polo, you know, technology for the Olympics is really opening some eyes. So let me tell you a little about what it does. So, uh, this clothing is, is really interesting because it does, uh, you know, you have your, your, uh, they call it RL cooling technology and, uh, mm-hmm. They built it for the team they call the Games of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. But again, we know it's 2021, but it's really 2020. So it's a state-of-the-art wearable technology, Marcus, uh, that's self-regulating temperature cooling. And it's uh, being worn by Team USA's flag bearer, um, you know, during uh, when they had the Olympic uh, Paralympic opening ceremonies and parades. And so Ralph Lauren developed this innovative system exclusively for Team USA. Yeah, it's just like my uncle used to say, you know, why not wear the clothing if you can't look cool while wearing it? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So the RL cooling system is seamlessly integrated into the garment and it disperses heat from the wearer's skin throughout a sophisticated device that monitors and optimizes temperature and uses the same technology to cool the world's most advanced computer systems that we know of today in data centers. The outcome, a cooling sensation, that can be felt instantaneously and is long lasting, even when heat is so unbearable. Wow. I, I just got to wonder, you know, is, is this something that's going to hit to directly to consumers at some point? You know, I was just thinking about that too. Oh, you know, what, 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 what will consumers, uh, you know, be able to, to buy the, the, the RL cooling clothing? Uh, I don't know because I don't know what the what the what the price tag is going to be, and I think they they're trying. Uh, they call it the state of the art uh, RL cooling, and uh, July fourteenth they actually announced uh, that they would start making this clothing available. They haven't gotten very specific about it, so it, it says they made available for Team USA, but it's it's debuting, and I have to say that if they have this. You know, why would they not want to do it for the rest of the world, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah it really sounds like they're still, like, they're kind of beta testing it with the, They're kind of beta testing yeah. it with uh, with Team USA. And I believe that if things go very well, uh, it could have more of a future. So, again, only the flag bearer is wearing um, the white jacket for the opening ceremony in Tokyo on, on the Friday. Um and so that was on July 23rd, for those of you who don't remember. And the parade uniform was designed by Ralph Lauren for um, other members of the team. And it had a Navy blazer, uh, which had a U.S. Uh, uh, grown wool strip T-shirt, a striped T-shirt, excuse me. That's a printed scarf and a striped belt producing used by recycling plastic from water bottles. Hmm. Slim denim pants, shoes. And they had light of the ongoing pandemic. They wanted to do that. And a mask made from U.S. grown cotton. Oh, wow. So the entire Ralph Lauren 2020 Team USA collection um, is now able to be purchased on the Ralph Lauren Team USA e-commerce platform. So they have rolled it out uh, in select Ralph Lauren brick and mortar locations only. 
So you can actually go to the Ralph, it's called the Ralph Lauren Team USA e-commerce. And uh, my question, Marcus, is going to be, how much do you think those things actually cost? Ooh, I, I'm thinking that it's going to be a little bit pricey because especially being it, you know, something that's uh, name brand, uh, maybe in the upwards of like closer to like the, the 500 range or more. Yeah. So remember, uh, a lot of the people had this clothing, but they, they, they focused a lot on the um, on the flag bearer. But it seems like that's the one that they're giving all the uh, I'm going to say the attention to. Um, you know, they have, uh, they have something called the team USA clothing ceremony jeans. Okay. Uh, they're going to be just under 200 bucks, $195. You can get the team USA closing ceremony polo shirt, $125. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. You can get the Team USA closing ceremony jacket. You ready? Okay. You're sitting down now, right? Yeah, I'm sitting down. Four hundred ninety-five dollars. Okay, five hundred. You know, so like uh, about five dollars under. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they don't really say if it's truly cool technology. You know, what I'm saying they're not really getting into the details of it. Uh, it's saying that you know it, it's the stuff that they wear, but I mean, the one that's five hundred dollars might be. I mean, they have the hat and some other things, but I don't really think this is the same. Everything the same, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's talking the about hearts. the the closing ceremony jacket and stuff like that. Uh, and it has it almost looks like he's an astronaut, the guy. Hmm. So it's the Team USA closing ceremony jacket, but then you have to get the pants too, right? Yeah. So it's five hundred dollars for the jacket ballpark. Oh, by the way, if that price is just a little bit, let's say, higher than you want to pay. You can just put it down in four payments of one twenty three seventy five at no interest. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to add the four ninety five. Of course, you got to get the pants, right? Yeah. So you're 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 sitting at seven hundred dollars. Yeah, dang, that's just one outfit. <laughs> that's just one outfit, but it's going to say Team USA on it. Yeah. And remember, it's got recycled things, and I got to tell you, it's a real cool. I'd say sleek and sexy uh, type look that I think is going to attract a lot of people because I've always loved polo. I've been a polo guy for many years right. and polo's kind of not changed. No, it hasn't. But no. with the Olympics, they did give a big change to the jacket. I mean, like the way they started adding some blue on, I mean, they really got a lot fancier. And then with the little uh, stripes on the, around the um, uh, let's say the cuffs and then the belt, uh, Paul Yoshi didn't do things that crazy. They were a little bit more reserved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we, I definitely check it out. You know, and um, 
but I'll, I, have to look, well, I have to look for a Groupon, right, or a coupon on it. Yeah, like the, but I definitely like to email, uh, raffle around, and, and, and ask, like, you know, is this the cooling system? <laughs> I I have to say it, it, it's not, not not for that kind of money. Um, I mean, it doesn't say or, you know, it's a really state. I'm thinking they still got to do a lot more uh, work on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in case you are wondering, so Polo uh, uh, is an Italian last name. I'm not sure if you know that from Marco Polo in 1254 to 1324. He was an Italian trader and explorer. We learn lots of trivia on this show, not just technology. <laughs> and so you probably asked me, hey, John, what the heck does Polo mean? Right. If you weren't into Polo. Well, uh, Polo was a boy's name. I remember Polo when I was in the pool. We always go Marco yeah. Polo. You know, we go looking for the other person. You close your eyes and. Right. Uh, it was a boy's name of a, of a Tibetan origin, meaning brave wanderer. So if the Portia could become a Porsche, then Apollo morphed into Polo. See how that works? Yeah. See that. And so the question comes is, you know, where did Polo, how did it all, like, where did the brand come from? Well, what happened was many years ago, back <laughs> long time ago you know they would uh they would go on their horses right and they originally came up with clothing that was going to be very comfortable to wear uh for gentlemen while they were while they were going to battle on the horses and they were you know becoming these knights of these big staves right to be very noble in society so their clothing was not um meant to be very stylish in the beginning it was meant to be functional but then it became more stylish, and it was really designed um, for basically uh, the origins in, in Russia, where the Tibetan photo meaning the ball or the ball game. And this started in the origins of Persia, and it was a game that often uh, had been associated with royalty, rich and the noble. And games played uh, were by kings and princes and by queens in Persia. And so this is where the whole name of polo, this is where you see, you know, people say, you know, is the stick up, is the stick down? Well, if you're buying a stick down, it's not authentic. I'll tell you that right now. Right. <laughs> Stick's got to be up. So yeah. that was the whole thing because when, uh, well, it was very sure for gentlemen, when they would go in and they'd be on their 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 horses, you know, it was the, the manlyhood. I mean, it was like, you know, they were going to battle and they had to have something that was comfortable and they wanted something a little stylish. But I have to tell you, it's really evolved from the polo shirt that you literally leave out of your of your pants to mm-hmm. the one that's tucked. I know when I wear mine, I wear it tucked in, but I always leave it draped out a little bit. So it's still tucked in. It has that neat look, but it's yeah. like draped out a little bit. And back then, um, you know, this is something that was something to basically be, I'm going to call a, a, a male rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And they had to do this. It was kind of something they had to do to become a man. And so, you know, this has been around for a very, very long time. And according to the Oxford Dictionary of the late uh, an- antiquity, uh, polo was known as the Kalgan in the Middle Persian or the Shovgen. So it was a Persian ball game, and it was an important pastime in, in the court of the Sensation Empire in 224 to 651. I wasn't quite boring yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think neither one of us was. And just in case you were wondering, uh, where did the, um, let's say, uh, the horse polo uh, first go? What introduced uh, the horse polo? Uh, Let's talk about it in India. Well, polo was introduced into India by the Muslim conquerors in the 13th century. And this might have seemed interesting. 
and it was described by Sir Anthony Shirley, who traveled to Persia in 1613. So uh, the first Europeans to play the game were the British tea players, my grandfather's uh, from England, and uh, who formed the first European polo club in 1859. Thus, the guys had to have something stylish, chic, sexy, and of course, uh, you know, very manlike, but comfortable to allow them to play with the other gentlemen in style. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people don't realize the history of polo, but uh, it really had a big history, didn't it? Yeah, that's that's a huge body of history uh, and gives you more appreciation for the brand and and you know the mention of rice of patches you know it, it was it seems like it was a rice of patches even for like you know us boys you know i mean anybody you know who wanted to be cool in school you know you, i i found well when i was uh, this gets a little bit off topic i'm taking a slight yeah. tangent when i was in uh i believe it was after my uh, grammar school year because when i was in grammar school i went to a parochial uh grammar school which you had to wear i still remember this kind of an ugly, like light blue shirt, which nobody would wear, and this gray plaid tie. And I remember up until fourth grade, nobody could tie a tie. So we had the clip-on ties. Mm -hmm. Then you eventually you learned how to tie a tie in seventh or eighth grade or around that time, and then you started wearing the real ties. Or some people never did, and they kept wearing the regular ties. <laughs> I always liked the clip-on ties. I'll tell you why. When you came back from gym and you only had so much time, if you're trying to do the, this tie and you're still learning as a, as a boy to try to do this, you would never be on time for your class. So right. I just put the clip thing, bing, ding, you're done, and it's, that's it. And I see other people that have the other ties. I was like, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I don't even want to bother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're right. When I got into, uh, I'm going to say, well, really, when I was in grammar school, um, I was very into polo outside of the classroom. And that would be the polo shirts, the polo button downs, uh, yeah. uh, the polo pants. And I was like, you know, it's still out of the logo. And even today, Marcus, I'm still like, well, does it have this logo? Does it have that logo? And I think it's not just the logo that I'm attracted to. It's the feel of the clothing. So, yeah, yes, quality. we buy for a logo. It's the yeah. quality of the clothing. It's yeah. the brand. Yes, it's kind of cool looking. But you've gotten very passionate about living your life in polo. Right. And I remember even having a polo bathing suit. And then you had the longer polo bathing suits. Like, well, was a polo? Well, those aren't on sale this week. Well, that's okay. I'll, I'll take take one and say, I want the polo. <laughs> and, you know, and it kind of like made your life. And it was a passage because everything you did. And then I remember going somewhere and you'd have the the pants and and, you, and you'd wear something. And first thing people say, or you wear a polo belt. Like, wow, you got a polo belt. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, and then if you like went somewhere, you didn't wear the polo. It's like, oh my God, it's like you show up, showed up naked. You don't have a polo shirt on? Well, I just threw this IZOD on. Oh my gosh, you're wearing, I said, well, IZOD's still respectable. Yeah, but nowhere like polo. Yeah, yeah, I heard that a lot too. <laughs> so when I tried out an IZOD shirt versus it's IZOD Lacoste, but it didn't have the same no. ring to it as Ralph yeah. Lauren polo. Yeah. And when you go to their stores, you know, they're they're trying to help you as much as they can. And they, they walk around. They kind of, how can we help you? And they're just so like, and they're dressed in all the polo clothes. Yeah. So it's like, oh, did you want to wear something like I'm wearing? Or did you want to try something like this? Or I remember even going to get a polo jacket, um, uh, the light windbreakers. And I was like, 
I like that. It's a polo. I like the way it feels. I like polo, and I also like Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger. Those were the two that I always uh, stuck to. All right, but getting off topic. So um, we're not trying to tell you to buy polo, but anyway, it was something that I enjoyed, and I was bringing well, up because well, if the Olympics. If they're listening, maybe they. <laughs> You want to be a sponsor for us, but you know, yeah. I really do believe in polo a lot. But uh, and they're not paying us anything to say this, by the way. No. I'm really bringing them up because I'm really impressed with what they're doing for the Olympics. Right. That that's what brought this whole caveat up. Okay, uh, so they're the only ones I know that are doing that. And maybe, hey, polo, if you want to send me a jacket, send it to me. I'll be happy to wear it. I'm even those those cool pieces of clothing. I would love to wear it. And 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 do an unboxing or a review on it, you know. It is technology, right? It doesn't have to have a plug. It can have batteries. It can use. Uh, they didn't really tell us what kind of technology this no. and it uses a device. So I gotta I gotta research more about that, Marcus. I, I'm not gonna let that rest. Yeah, that'd so be more about technology. If you noticed in this 2020 or 2021 Olympics, whatever you want to call it, there are no real spectators from other countries. Just people from Japan. Yeah. So. They didn't want any. And so how do you think they handle all the cleaning up of the javelins and all the other things they have to do? That's a lot of work for people, you know, yeah, and cleaning yeah. up the field, collecting the javelins or getting things ready. How do they do that? Well, they have uh, Olympic robots. And these robots, uh, Meritoa and Samadhi, were actually supposed to be, and they're by Toyota, uh, and uh, they were actually uh, designed to be the mascots and the welcome agents for um, Tokyo, Japan's 2020-2021 uh, um, Summer Olympic Games. But they decided to put them to other use, which was to help with uh, maintaining things that are needed for uh, the athletes to provide them more support. And then of course they have other robots that do the cleaning up of the fields and stuff like that. So that's pretty amazing, Marcus. That is. And I know when I play golf and there's a device that goes and picks up all the balls, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> the robots are just becoming more and more a part of our culture. And, you know, before long, you know, you're going to see them like just walking down the street by themselves. Um, yeah, we, we just, we just got to make sure that it stays in check. Um, yeah. and that, and, and that if we want the orange one and they suddenly want the orange one too, like we, we can't have like another population. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, we know they're not going to use the restroom. They are going to use the gas station. We know that. Right. Um, so that's going to be their beverage or their snack. To get an oil loop, <laughs> uh, you know, they might like to listen to music. Who knows? Because if they're getting programmed with artificial intelligence, the robot could want things. Yeah, you know, I mean, that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, at some point, at some point, <laughs> we all saw that movie, right, where the uh, seniors had the robots and they had the big problem where they suddenly, you know, they had this big beacon that got uh, controlled and it blasted out this message to control the robots for them to become bad. And it kept everybody prisoner. And then the, the one senior lady, you know, she just kept praying and she kept praying. It was going to be fine. And magically everything was okay. And how can I help you? How may I serve you? I just like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, we, we think about this stuff and I don't want to scare people, but these things are possible. 
And I want to talk about something else real quick, which is kind of a little off the cuff. You know, we talk about things because our show is has some format, but we always seem to go into things that we never know about. Uh, we're going to talk about until it happens. I was um, realizing that, you know, in our world, there are technologies out there. Now, of course, I'm not going to educate people on how to do this because I don't want to cause an underground. But I don't know if you realize how easy it is to make a jamming device. Um, and there are companies oh, yeah. out there, Marcus. Again, I'm not here to give information on them. But they sell these devices that are under $10 or $15. And you go get their boards that are open source. You download their code. And they have these disclaimers that say, you know, don't use this as a disclaimer because you can really muck some serious stuff up. You can jam an entire network with mm -hmm. a little $10 board. Yeah, very easy. And they always say they're being used for, um, you know, R&D. But in some countries, Marcus, it's illegal to build a jamming device. Absolutely. Absolutely legal. And there's another one out there. I couldn't believe this. It was like an underground, but it was on YouTube. And I was like, how do they allow this? And they're telling people that we're not going to tell you how to do it, but they're basically telling you because they're giving you their name and they're giving you their other website. YouTube's not blocking them. And you know what they're building? They're building something to hack a Wi-Fi network. Now, I was like, really? <laughs> Download your own hack kit and you can pick what you want to put. But of course, don't do this on a network that you don't have permission to hack. In other words, do it. Just don't say I told you to. <laughs> yeah, make sure you have permission because you can get in some serious trouble for this. I mean, you launch this thing, Marcus, and in literally five minutes or less, you could be jamming everything in your area. Imagine doing that to a major network or a bank. Or a hospital. Or a hospital, right? Yeah. Or the Olympics. <laughs> I mean, that just like <laughs> oh yeah that's that's just terrible so that that that's a challenge but so japan also has some very other interesting things i've never been to japan uh they have something that you might have heard of before it's called a vending machine now we have them too in our country which is no surprise yeah. but they have vending machines for almost everything you want to think about so we have vending machines for the standard things that you and i would want to go buy every day you can also go buy your cell phone from a vending machine. We've seen that in the airports. It's no big deal. But they have a vending machine that will literally make cotton candy while you wait. Oh, wow. And you can watch it. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Now, we all know they have dip and dots in the U.S., which is okay. Yeah. You know, you, you pay for that. I think you get tired, though, of those dots because, I don't know, they just – it's not like real ice cream, is it? No, it's not. It's I, I, I like to pay to watch it. Or I remember going to the movie theater, and I wanted this good humor bar. And I wasn't really in the mood for the ice cream as much. I wanted to see how the technology went down, opened the freezer – Went down, caused an air suction just enough not to damage it, 
pull it up, lightly drop it down, and not damage it by using air suction to be the thing that holds it to the... I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it, 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 those moments to, you know, just be immersed in those experiences, you know, it really it really satisfies you a lot more than just be able to just pop it in and get it. And I think, you know, that's what we've talked about this before. You know, people don't pay money for a product or a service. I don't right. know if you know this. They don't. No, no, not at all. They pay money for a solution or for an experience. Yes. That's really what it's about. So you're like, well, you know, I went to this machine and uh, I paid X dollars or I went to this restaurant and well, no, you didn't pay $50, $6 for dinner. You paid for the food, but you also paid for the ambiance, for the experience, for the mute. You paid for all that. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, machines um, in uh, Japan that you can go and like get frozen food out of. I mean, that that's, that's no big deal. Uh, they have... Uh, things where you can get fruit from a machine. Hmm. I, don't, I don't like the idea of getting fruit from a machine. I remember going somewhere and they had sandwiches in the machine. I was a little bit leery about doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to be careful with like aspiration dates and, and proper cooling. And, you know, so these things. So they also have vending machines that will let you buy your scratch off tickets. Yeah, some that's Or your very lottery common. tickets. Something that's very common in most states. So they have something else that's really popular. It's called the Polka Dot Coca-Cola Vending Machine. I wonder what that does. <laughs> well, no, it's just a regular machine. It's called Yayoi Coca-Cola Kusiana. Don't ask me what that means. But the way they display the items in there, like the sodas, the other kinds of beverages that we don't have here in the U.S., <laughs> uh, very, very enticing. Uh, they have a Pikachu vending machine. Hmm. They have an ice cream vending machine, which that's not that crazy. They have a toy dispenser gashapon machine. Okay, so you get your souvenirs. You get your souvenirs from the machine. Um, and I guess that's saving people a lot of staff. They have one that I think is interesting. It's called the Buddhist amulet vending machine. <laughs> they have another one. You know when it gets wet outside? Poncho. No, they, they probably have that too. They have the umbrella vending machine. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So that's and it's a circle. Looks almost like a missile it's going to take off. You yeah. put your money in and it just basically moves with it and you can just unlock one of the umbrellas and take it out. Nice. Yeah, so a lot of hands, hands off. They have an Perfect. underwear vending machine. That's useful. <laughs> I mean, from a vending machine, I guess in the middle of the night, cigarette vending machine, which we've had, but we kind of stopped that. They have unique soft drink vending machines. So it's not just about the machine, Marcus, but it's also about the products they're putting in these machines. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, if you've ever gone to Disney before, I'm not a soda drinker, as you know, but... I wanted to taste different things when I went in there and they have some of the worst beverages that you ever want to taste. Mm -hmm. And you always take a little sip. Cause I used to take a lot of oh, taste. Oh, what that is. That's a something, something I was like, I don't want to taste that. And you, after I, I was tasting a couple and then I went and tasted another. I was like, okay, I don't think I want any more of that. Let me just get some plain soda. Just, and you know, 
I don't know who's coming up with the idea, Marcus, to make these products. I mean, when something makes you want to vomit, <laughs> that's literally what happened when I was like, at the machine. I was like okay, I got to walk away from the machine now. I got to walk away. Just need some water. Just some water. That's all I want. Nothing else. <laughs> so if you don't believe me, you could go to the uh, the cooling station. It's in, uh, I believe it's in um, uh, Epcot, Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. There's like a, a cave you can go into. Not yeah. far from, I think it's right behind uh, Spaceship Earth, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can go in there and literally you can get a beverage. Like you can get samples of the beverages. It's like a, it's done by Coca-Cola. But so the products that they market in other countries, Marcus, they're different. What sells there won't sell here. No, definitely not. No, they have a, yeah. a Wong Tong machine too. I don't know what you want to call it. It makes a Wong Tong. Wong Tong, Wong Tong, like Wong Tong soup. You can have a, <laughs> it literally puts the bowl down, puts the thing in, makes the noodles for you while you're watching, and you can have a fresh soup from the machine. Wow. That's, that's pretty useful as well. Yeah, I hate to see what that machine costs. But you yeah, think what they're doing, though, Marcus, is they're getting rid of labor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's quite a, that's a lot of automation going on there. A lot of automation. So it, there's no um, shortage in not only the technology of types of vending machines, but the products and varieties that they put in these machines. Google. Um Something interesting happening. It, dark mode is coming for the Google Maps for iPhone. You're going to be able to change from day to night. Something people have been asking for. And so um, that's going to be coming out soon. But just for the iPhone. Oh, to me, uh, that doesn't that doesn't appeal to me, Marcus. I don't know. No. Um, I mean, this is – they're kind of past due on this. I, 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 I agree. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure why they waited so long to even, like, uh, make this mode available. It's very easy to do, and you have it in your car, and you have it on lots of things. You have it on your phone. You already have it on your phone, yes. You have it on your phone, but you don't have it in the, the maps. You don't have it in yeah. Google Maps. Exactly. So they're going to make it a night mode. I don't know. I don't think it's worth you know a big hurrah, but they are doing it. So in case you were wondering, it's coming out. And so there's something that leaked. It leaked out on the Google... Uh, um, Online store got announced uh, by error, they claim. Google's online store, um, now an, an unannounced Nest security product appeared. Mm. So Google has leaked some unannounced Nest security cameras directly to its online store. Now, this isn't the first time that Google uh, launched a new Nest device uh, and pops on. This is not the first time they've done anything like this. Uh uh, actually, I should say it's not the first time they've done it, but Google is basically, I think, going to be coming out with a new Nest device. I think that's what we're going to say. Yeah. Uh, and Google has leaked this information, uh, its own online store, and, and Google confirmed in January that it would launch a new line of security cameras this year. Mm -hmm. And it appears that the company store has just revealed what's on the way. So the new device is going to include a battery-operated indoor-outdoor combo Nest Cam, a reflector Nest Cam, an indoor wired Nest Cam, and a battery-powered Nest doorbell. 
do you think they all they might be a little bit worried about like you know who's gonna buy you know and and and, and worried about if are they gonna measure up to their competitors I think so. But something interesting I found is that when I tried to click on the more info button and uh, the buy links for these devices, the site took us back to the main Google store's homepage. So I'm thinking, did they do this intentionally to get some, you know, cause Google's not stupid um, and make it purpose just to kind of see what's going to happen to people clicking on it. Or did they intentionally screw up? I think it's the first thing. I don't think they intentionally screwed up. Yes, it seems like a combination of the two, and yeah, and like you said, Google's not stupid, and you know, no. and they're they're big data collectors, so they so they know so they know a, a story like this is going to get them PR, you know, the free PR, free free marketing, free you know, free data collection on who's who's going to be interested. Yeah, we're just gonna have to keep an eye. I mean, I think to be honest with you, I think Google's getting involved in so many things, Marcus that um you know that they're looking i was reading some other things today that they're looking to actually pay people money for certain things that they're doing online so i mean it's just interesting that they're like changing i just wish they would stay in the business that they're in if they're in information they're in search like stay in your own like nest really seriously no pun intended <laughs> i feel like they just no. keep going all over the place they remind me like that big company to start with a c who i'll never do business with again they um they basically just buy companies up left and right and they don't care about how well they work they just care about how much money is made that's true you know and and some of the smaller some of their smaller holdings you, you don't see any innovation going on you know they, they stay they become stagnant after a while and then they and you go to some of these sites they they look the same as they did when they first purchased them or absolutely roll them absolutely. out you know, for example, like, you know, um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't even go there, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if you look at their their, their business uh, productivity services, you know, the site looks the same. You know, they, they haven't did anything. It does. Yet. And you know what they're also they're doing is they give you this thing like if, most of you all know this. But if you want to, like, let's say uh, use an automation program and you want to use uh, Google's address service so that, like, when you put in a form, it automatically finds it. And gives you the location and, and converts it to the tags. They let you have ten thousand free a month, but you have to sign up for an account that's free and put your credit card in before uh, you can use it. And when you reach ten thousand, they start billing you per month. Yeah, I don't know. It's it just it's just a little wonky if you ask me. But some other interesting things are happening. You know, we always talk about you know people's rights and about doing the correct thing. It's morally right and also, uh, making sure that manufacturers uh, don't stumble on people or, or, or step on their feet for anything. I mean, nobody should be discriminated for race, religion, sexual orientation, color, creed, anything. They shouldn't. And that's what kind of brought this to my eyes. Uh, Apple <laughs> um, has been unfortunately caught in enabling government censorship of the LGBTQ community. And I believe that's the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and that was a plus, I don't know what the plus is, content, most directly 1,377 document cases of the app access restriction in 152 app stores around the world were reported by 9to5Mac. 
that is just sickening. Yeah, that that is weird. And you you would think it'd be the other way around, where you know they're they're censoring people who's attacking that that community, um, but instead they're actually enabling censorship of um. They don't want it to get, and I think the reason is that they don't want that to get a bigger pie. See, I think what I've learned in the market research I've done for lots of things in these different markets, there's obviously different economies. The LGBTQ community has a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And I think what they're afraid is that if it gets what it needs, it might overpower the other communities. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think it's going to get its fair shot. And I think there's people that are just, I don't want to use the word racist, but um, I guess uh, what would be the word homophobic, I guess is the word for this. Uh, you know, I, I guess that's kind of the same thing. It's very similar to what they talked about the guy on the boat, you know, like, you know, don't talk about people by race, by color, you know, and are you precious? Well, what's that, Grandpa? And it's like, well, I don't know. It's when you, you know, you you, you think differently about something. You know, your friend Tommy is, is he black? Is he white? Uh, uh, what's his nationality? I don't know, Grandpa. I never really think about that. I, uh, I, I does he have the same color skin? Well, yeah, he has a different color of skin. Well, what color is it? I think it's black, or it's like a black. Okay, well, does how does that make you feel? It doesn't make me feel anything. You know, Tommy's just my friend. You see, I don't know. My my grandfather and your father, if he heard that, he'd be really upset with you. Yeah, Grandpa, but why? I mean, all I'm doing is being a friend with him. Yeah, but you're being friends with that type. What do you mean that type? Aren't you stereotyping, Grandpa? I mean, aren't you the one that's really being prejudiced? You know, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And I think the same thing is happening here, Marcus. Yeah. But it's not come out of the closet as much. Right. And I think what I'm starting to see is it is starting to, to breach more. People are getting more confidence to do this. And so as that's happening, I think other people are getting nervous because now they're doing things that are against that community. And when you do that, I always say this, Marcus, regardless of what it is, whether it's the Muslim, the gay, white, black, doesn't matter what community it is. If you have a karma to go against that community, it's going to come back and bite you in the rear end. Yeah, it's 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 going to be more than just bad PR for you. You know, it's it's going to be continuous, uh, a continuous onslaught against your company and uh, your reputation. Uh, so, and it's, it, sometimes it could be very irreparable, um, especially with uh, such a uh, very powerful community uh, as this one. Um, it, exactly, and yeah. and I mean, some of these apps that they're blocking, they're they're blocking. Uh, they were blocking, apparently, what I was reading, they are blocking very, um, let's say, um, respectable newer dating apps. If you've ever used dating apps, not to get to that, but they're very cheesy and they're very bad. And they're only after one thing. And this is a G show. But <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, uh, I feel that a lot of them are trying to cross the market because they're looking for the money. But then some right. of them don't want to put their reputation, just like the banks, Marcus, whether we're talking about the C bank, uh, um, uh, the big bank with the D. I'm just giving you first letters, but you know what I'm talking about. The bank yeah. with the P, 
the bank with the uh, the B or the bank with the M, all these big guys or the F bank, um, all these banks don't want to even grant businesses like this a merchant account. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. And I think that's just despicable. Um, but what they say, the reason I hear that they don't want to do it is they claim that every business is a risk. And if something goes south with that business, they're not willing to say that they helped an LGBTQ business get a loan. What if a straight business defaulted? Well, but that's okay. That's a risk. Well, what's the difference? Well, we don't want to be in the news because that could just like... You know, that just could, like, give our company a bad reputation. That's terrible, Marcus. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I mean, it happened with yeah. it happened with several of the, again, still keeping it a G show, but it happened with several of the porn stores we read in the, in the stories many, many years ago. On front page of the news, they couldn't even get a bank account to get the money. Now, they weren't doing anything really wrong. They were just producing adult video and, and pictures, nothing else. And so the bank frowned upon that because of things that happened 20, 30, or 40 years ago. They literally closed people's bank accounts. What are they thinking, Marcus? Yeah, it, you know, it's it's a really, you know, tough uh, tough look and it really makes us look bad as as americans you know to to know that this type of stuff is going on and you know and, and it hasn't been reversed you know uh, or pushed back against enough to where it's we're stopped you know uh even with like exactly some, like some of the gambling you know um uh businesses they you know they can get you know get loans or you know get um uh get bank accounts so it it it's, it's it's really really discriminatory out there, and you know, is 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 really you know really bad. It's very bad, and and I and one of my friends had said something very interesting is that you know they need a swift kick in the rear. But my other friend, something else, he says he says I think what I really need to do, or someone else needs you to do, and it's nice to say need to go and rip them a new one. And I was yeah. like, well, that's a little that's a little descriptive. He's like, yeah, but that's how I feel. I said I get it, but you can't put your anger against it. No. You need to handle this in a diplomatic way because, see, if you do that, you're going to be playing into their hands. What happens when the little kid on the playground, you know, I'm sure we've all had this, they pick on you. Or you were the kid that picked on someone else. What happens when they pick on you and they press your buttons, right? What happens? You get upset, mm -hmm. right? And you try to retaliate or you fight back or you get in trouble. And you're edging them on and they keep doing it. What do you need to do? Ignore them. Ignore them. Because when you ignore them, they will go away. They will yeah. see that they're not bothering you. 
And I think the same thing's happening here, whether it's the gambling, the LGBTQ, people are just looking for something so they can get on board. I know people that they literally just want to find some way to harm somebody's business. Regardless of what it is, they they try to pull dirt on them. And what they try to do, Marcus, is find things that are not uh, like other businesses. So they, they're not doing anything illegal, but they try to find something that makes them different. And I think, Marcus, one of the greatest things of America is the right to be different. I've said this many times on, on my own um, streams that I do on LinkedIn and whatnot, is that if you are not harming yourself or harming another person. That is success. You have no right. Uh, and, and I say a, a phrase, which I'm going to share online for our viewers. And this is a great phrase to use. Large sums of money come to me easily and quickly in increasing amounts from multiple sources on a continuous basis. Now, list, listen to the last part. For the good of all that I get to keep. You see, you don't want to be making money if it's going to harm or hurt somebody. There's right. plenty of money out there for everybody. And so if you understand that and you believe that and you also don't try to use money to hurt somebody or bribe somebody. You see, that that's the difference. There's so many people that use it as a tool, but they don't respect the rest of their life. What do you think about that, Marcus? Yeah, that's that's so true. And, you know, and just that, you know, that um, that affirmation that you put out there um, and when when use use properly, you know, you, you can manifest just, just, you know, money that will definitely, you know, uh, be used, used to good use. Um, and I think people, many people should adopt that. I, I say that phrase all the time and it can become part of you, but it doesn't happen in 24 hours. No, it doesn't. It doesn't you have to make it part of you and you have to put energy for it. People say, to me, oh, John, you know, I'm in debt. I don't have any money. I'm like, okay, I get it. So what you're doing is you're telling the universe, and you know I do a lot of motivational stuff. Uh, what you're doing is you're telling the universe that you want more debt. Okay, here we go. More debt for you, just for you. You asked for it. I'm serving it just for you. Well, I didn't want it. Well, you just told the universe more want more debt no i didn't you said i'm in debt you you said i can't get you just you just kept talking about debt what you should be talking about is a payment plan to get out of it and then the fact that you are already out of it or the fact that you are already clear or the fact that you are already abundant right oh well how do i think like that and, and i'll end with this is that how do i think like that if i don't have any money and i said to people one of the best things you can do is to Act as if, well, John, how do I spend millions of dollars if I don't have it? I get you. I hear you. I know what you're talking about. So I tell people to play. Playing is very powerful. When we were kids, we played. One of my most popular videos that I did uh, for my motivational was, it was called, called, be called, it was called Play Like You're a Kid. Um, and it's actually on John C. Morrow's Serial Entrepreneur YouTube channel. And there was a bubbles and we just took bubbles and we just... And I said, you know, you have to play like you're a kid. And if you do that, you'll get the goals like you did when you were a kid. You got everything you wanted when you were younger, mostly, right? So mm -hmm. why did it change when you got older? Because you created those belief systems. You started to allow other people to form in those belief systems to program you to what you don't want. 
And every time you don't say something and you accept something, your brain commits it. That's why if somebody ever says something, says, John, you know, I don't think I had this other day. The person says to me, well, John, you know, um, you're not worth that amount of money. I said, you know, I appreciate your opinion. And I understand it might be out of your budget. That's your opinion. And I also have lots of clients that are willing to pay this and more because they actually value the services that I provide to them. So I don't want to waste any more of your time. Goodbye. <laughs> and so you have to have that attitude, Marcus. It's not yeah. being arrogant. It's just saying you don't want to take any BS. And so the, the thing when I'm telling you about act as if, I tell people to, you can get GNU Cash. You could use any free cash program. GNU Cash is a free program you could download online. It's an mm -hmm. open source program. You could download it for free. And you could put in money in that. Uh, one of the magazines I subscribed to many years ago was called The Rob Report. Now, so they're not paying anything to say this. But Rob Report is a very prestigious magazine that has all the higher end things you ever could want and buy. And it doesn't matter what you have. Or you could just look at your magazine or what have you that you have. And so look at those things, but then create money in the bank account. What do you want to get paid? What are you getting paid now? Well, what would you like to see in your bank account? And what day would you like to get paid? On Friday, go in there, put that check in. What is it, 5000 Is it 12000 What do you want to see in your bank account on Friday? What do you want realistically? Put that as a deposit, you got paid. Well, John, I can't go to the bank and cash it. No, you can't, but you can still play with it. Be with me. Well, I don't get how this is going to help me. Just chill for a minute, okay? Just chill. So <laughs> now what I want you to do is I want you to find those things. Well, you want a massage? You want to say, yeah, go find one of the best massages in your town and find out what it costs and put that on your calendar and schedule. Now I want you to figure out how to spend. Let's say you spend $100 a day. I want you to spend $1,000 a day on things that you're going to like and enjoy. And I want you to enjoy the process. John, this is crazy. Just do it for 30 days. People do this and are like, well, I didn't get the million dollars, but I tell you, my bank account increased. I said, yes, and it will continue to increase. You see, when you act from within, abundance is not having money. People think abundance is having money, and that means yeah. you're abundant. It's not. Abundance comes from within, okay? Exactly. And so when abundance has come within your body, okay, and you can say, yes, I'm abundant, I'm acting as if I'm abundant. I can buy whatever I want. I like. It's the act of going to buy something. It's not the transaction of the cash or making the transaction. That 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 that's not it. You have to feel rich. So looking at that account, saying it is my bank account. Another thing I tell people to do is to go get download the Law of the Universe check and write yourself a check. I did that the first time. It was the greatest thing I ever did. And I wrote a date on the check. Now you can't cash it, but it's a check that you put in your wallet. So these are all things that can help you. So if you act as if you have it and you believe your mind, you remember the famous story, uh, Marcus, of the famous basketball player, right, who practiced every single day. Yeah. And the, several of them practiced every single day, I should say. And then the other player didn't practice every day. He practiced in his mind. But you know something? He was just as good, if not better, than the people that practice every day. Yeah. Why was that? Well, because he was firing the same neurons. Mm -hmm. in his brain and that's what that's what happened you created more neuroplasticity but there is a very good law uh you might know the law and i'm just going to share it with you real quick and that'll be our, our last topic uh we weren't even planning on talking about this today uh you know but <laughs> we just kind of go all their ways but so there there's a, there is a rule uh you might have heard of it and it is called uh so uh, neurons that 
that fire together, okay, you might have heard this, wire together. And it's called, uh, it's, it's basically called the Hebb's Law. And he actually says, and I'll quote it, cells that fire together, wire together. So two cells or systems of cells are repeatedly active at the same time will tend to become more associated. So when you keep doing things like what I'm sharing with you about your brain, about your body, and you keep doing things like this, other good things are going to start to happen. And you know what's really going to happen when you do this? Your reticular activating system, which is the fight or flight mechanism, it was never yeah. designed for success. It's going to start becoming attuned to things and opportunities that are going to draw in more abundance in your life. That's why, you know, like I, I like a white car. What's your favorite car, Marcus? Color. Hey, I'm starting to like gray now. So okay. I, 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 I like, like gray, gray before, but I like so gray now. If I ask you, there's a lot of gray cars on the on the road. I bet you tell me there's a lot of gray cars, aren't there? Yeah, I will tell you that. There's a lot. Well, I'm <laughs> gonna tell you there's more white cars. Yeah. We're not really right or wrong no, we're not. because it's our perception, and I'm seeing more cars because I'm focusing on them. Right. That's why you're missing your goals in life. It's because you're so focused on debt or you're so focused on this, and you don't see the potential. Mm -hmm. So if you want to become abundant, don't worry about the money outside you. Worry about becoming abundant inside yourself and acting as if and also being grateful for every little freaking penny that you get. That's the key, Marcus. I love it, John. You know, you you definitely put that out there in, in just the, the correct way for people to receive it. I, I think people are going to run with that and just really take off now. Yeah, and, and remember that thing that we said before, that little phrase, and that is large sums of money come yeah. to me easily, easily and quickly, quickly in increasing amounts yeah. from multiple sources on a continuous basis for the good of all that I get to keep. Yeah, we, we definitely got to, you know, if you guys are listening, make sure you play that one back, and I'm, I'm definitely going to make sure I play it back so I can have it written down. You, you want you want to do that, and, and it will help you. I can't tell you so much. Uh, I know we're just about out of time here, so I want to tell you that if you have an idea for a show, go over to jmore.com. Let us know. Again, it must be educational. It can't be a sales pitch. If you have a product you'd like us to unbox, let us know. Again, if you have a product and you want me to make your lemons out of lemonade, don't expect it because I'm going to expose it for the true truth that it is. Uh, we had some products this week that got sent to us, and I told them that we're going to tell them the truth. And uh, they're like, and I give things a true score. I very rarely, I don't give anything a 10, Marcus. I actually gave, um, you'll have to look, I gave a review for a light called Coast Light. And it was a LED light that I was able to stick to my ceiling, just literally my metal ceiling uh, in the office. And it had a couple modes on it. And it was like under 30 bucks. And this light came with batteries and it was 360 rotational and it could stick to the ceiling and it could go reverse. And it was just such a great light and it come with batteries. You know what I gave that? I didn't give it a 10. I gave it a 9.5. You know, it was so great uh, and had batteries. I wanted one more thing that they didn't do. I wanted it to tell me how many minutes and hours I had left on the battery in there. <laughs> I want an LED screen yeah. to tell me how many minutes and hours I had left on my battery. That and I would have loved it to be a rechargeable battery too. Yeah, that would have made a difference. It, it so that's was. what gets a 10. So very yeah. things don't get a 10 with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this episode. 
Uh, we need to bring this Friday to a closer. We'll be here all night, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say goodbye to everyone. Have yourself a very safe, healthy, happy weekend. And remember, the change that you want in your life will happen. Where you are today is because of what you did yesterday. If you want tomorrow to be better, change your thoughts today. And I promise you, you'll have a greater life tomorrow. And we'll be back. Of course, you know, next Friday night, same time. And also our pod is tomorrow, right? What time is our pod? Is it 10 o'clock? Uh, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, you can watch our audio. But, of course, if you missed any of the episodes, feel free to go back to jmore.com. And after every episode, within seven days, we usually transcribe the entire show. So we're like, hey, John, this is so much information. I know. Well, we're trying to make our site uh, ADA compliant. And we're also making it easier so that Google can find us. And so you can go back and actually read the parts of the show. It's broken down by my name and Mark's name. So you can literally see when we speak, if there's guests. So it's really a great thing you can do. And it's all free. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everyone. Take care. Everybody, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 888 That's IT support to 888 and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. You're on track to graduate from a great school, but do you feel unsure of what's next? Top accounting firms want candidates like you with backgrounds outside the industry. Northeastern University's combined MS in accounting plus MBA will prepare you to launch your career in just 15 months. Develop accounting and business expertise and gain immersive experience through a paid corporate residency. RSVP to a virtual information session at northeastern.edu slash accounting events.